0: hello podcast world you feeling groovy baby you feeling cool and hip you feeling all right me too baby we're about to make you feel uh weird though if you like american idol because uh this whole episode is dedicated to how much i hate american idol and why i i think it's awful for the music industry so um Be excited for that, this is a short episode, Um, I think I kept it under 30 minutes Um, Also, I'm going to do things differently I came up with this idea last night uh, on the way home from my gig After I had a good conversation with my buddy Jeff Thomas Who's a a fellow artist and is going to be stopping by to the podcast one day To talk about God knows what We we have no set subject, it'll probably be mostly about songwriters and, and good music But... I'm going to start telling you guys what I'm listening to, and uh, give you guys options to listen to things that are not on the radio, because what's on the radio is also equally awful, and I apologize if you disagree with that, but uh, not really. So, (laughs) anyway, I'm looking at my record shelf. The first record I'm seeing over here on the, the front stack of my listening stack is a New Basement Tapes lost on the river this album's a couple years old i found this through noah from sunset grill and he hosts trivia the uh, going back to kansas city song off that album he used to play a trivia and i, I found the whole album and it's awesome uh it's bob dylan song sung by other people because what's better than that <laughs> uh also uh, Jason Isbell, Southeastern, is uh, the record that I've got on my record player right now. Um, wh- which was his second solo album, I think. Check that out. He's, uh, he's a wizard. He's a poet. Uh, speaking of wizards and poets, uh, listen to also John Moreland, In the throws. Listen to that album. It's fantastic. Start off with 3.59 a.m., for John Morland's In The Throws, now listen to that song, YouTube, 359 AM, John Moreland. And for Jason Isbell, listen to uh, Cover Me Up would be a really good one to start off with for that album. And for the New Basement Tapes, listen to Down on the Bottom from Lost on the River. Listen to that one first. That one was sung by Jim James of My Morning Jacket or my... Uh, my big brother, who I lie and tell people that all the time. But anyway, without further ado, here's episode 11 of Merle's on the Stuff. Enjoy, folks. Fuck American Idol. Hey, guys. How you living? I always ask you questions that you can't answer. You can answer them for yourself, though. And if you're not satisfied with the answer, you should do something about that. Anywho, um, in today's episode... I'm going to talk about American Idol. I've been noticing a lot of people on the Facebook post a lot of things about American Idol. And um, I was I, I was commenting on their posts, my opinions on it, and I sort of uh, sound like a bitter person when I talk about it, in which you'll know by the end of this, and this is going to be a short one too, by the way. We got about 35 minutes before HQ Trivia starts, and I'm going to be part of that. So, um, yeah, heads up. But, um, <clears throat> so I went to American Idol tryouts in Charleston and uh, I saw a buddy of mine, Michael Boney, who also plays music in the area. Very, very talented dude from Bennisville as well. Um, he went to American Idol tryouts, I think in Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken, um, so he may have a similar story uh but uh we'll we'll get in touch with him at a later date and also I've texted Adam Adam Justice went there with me and um I have uh I'm, I'm I need verification on a lot of the things that I say because it sounds awful far fetched but we'll have adam to uh to clear that up for us in a little bit. I texted him that I was, I needed his, his verification. So he, he should be calling back in a little bit, but anyway, um, so I went, we, we waited in line. We stayed with some of, uh, with, with some of Ashley's, uh, Ash, one of Ashley's friends and her husband and, um, hung out in Charleston for a night with some folks I rarely ever get to see. Then I, we got up at like four or something, showered and went and me and Adam went and waited in line. We're there before the sun came up and the line started moving around. And at about daylight, this camera crew started coming through the crowd and they were moving at a pretty pretty steady pace, just getting video of people waiting in line, acting like people waiting in line to get an American Idol. And they got to this group that I was with. It was me and a couple of other girls who had brought guitars. And we were just jamming and singing, um, doing harmonies. And it was actually really good. And uh, the, the camera crew stopped and listened to us for a while and recorded a pretty good bit of... Uh, pretty good bit of footage of us doing what we were doing. And then the camera guy was like giving us orders like, like, okay, okay. Now seeing, now seeing about how you're waiting in line to get an American idol. And these girls just without question just started doing that. And I'm like, what? I've never been one to, uh, immediately do something that somebody tells me like I I need I need logic behind it first like there's a few people who I will listen to no questions asked like yes I will do what you said but it ain't this dude with the fucking camera and I'm I'm put off by that and then he's like okay now sing a song about how you're gonna win American Idol and you're gonna beat everybody else here and I'm like okay this is getting out of hand and I don't like where this is going. So I I did not partake in that, uh, that I remember I might have, I, I literally can't remember, but, uh, I definitely wasn't happy about what was going on there. So besides the point, we started moving around more and, uh, got up closer to the door and when we got in and sat down and I was already put off by this, by the way, I, I should have said this earlier. I did not want to do this. I have always been against like, uh, shows that would like voting shows and such. And as a matter of fact, I, I, uh, before I, I'm not going to go in too far off topic before I go back into the meat of this subject, uh, I was talking last night to Jeff Thomas, who I've who I've shouted out in a couple episodes already. Uh he stopped by my show at Liberty last night, which went all right. And he said uh he said that there's a Tom Petty quote that if you Tom Petty says, if you told me that the way to get famous was for me and my for me or my friends to go wait in line outside of a building for hours to get in to a television show to have people who aren't even real musicians to tell me that I'm good enough to be a famous person, then he wouldn't want to be part of that anyway or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But, uh, yeah, he, he told me about that, and uh, which is absolutely true. It's just it's looking back on it, I can't believe that I actually went as far as I did with it. But back to the meat of the subject. Um, I, myself and Adam, were sitting there and we we were in uh a, a upper deck of the Charleston Performing Arts Center. And I was just embarrassed. I was literally... Uh, literally embarrassed and it might've been the Coliseum, not the, it doesn't matter though. It was a building in Charleston. Um, I was literally embarrassed to be part of that crowd. And I, uh, I I realized in what I said in the last episode, I had a little revelation. I was just, maybe I just hate being part of a large crowd. Maybe I just hate being part of something that a a lot of people are into. And that's 100% true. But, um, this, this, this day that I was in American Idol was very evident that I didn't like what was going on. And they had this giant, like, uh, I mean, it looked like a boom truck for lack of a better term, like, like a big boom camera that was circling the entire crowd. And it was like, it's this hype man who wasn't. Uh, Seacrest walked out and was like okay when the camera comes by you I want you to go wild like you're about to be on the next episode, next season of American Idol or whatever the fuck and I was just like are you serious is this guy really doing this right now like this is like I'm just being pointed in directions and I don't like this like this is I'm, I don't do well people tell me what to do And I'm sorry, but I didn't really want to be a part of this to start with. And this is just bullshit. Like, this is fucking bullshit. So, he starts coming around, barking orders. Okay, we're going to be on the next season of American Idol. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking fuck you. Or whatever. And I'm hiding behind my guitar case. And um, I call my dad. And uh, my dad wants nothing more than for me to be famous, (laughs) I think. But um, I call him, and I'm like, man, I don't feel right about this. This doesn't sit well with me either. This this just doesn't seem like it's my kind of thing. I'm not excited about this. I'm not having a good time. Uh, And he's like, oh, well, you just get up there, and you do whatever it is you do, and they tell you to do. And then whenever you get on the show, you can do whatever you want to do, which I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people think is the case that you can get to the show and you can just pretty much do what you want to do after you get on there because you're on TV and you know, you, you, you're, you're famous then. But, uh, you'll, we'll, we'll discuss in a, in a couple minutes why that is not the case. So after I got off phone, with my dad, I wasn't satisfied with, uh, with what he told me cuz uh, I was sort of hoping for maybe like a well you if you don't feel right about it then you might not do it but I didn't get that so I called somebody else uh, another one of my friends that I worked with older guy this guy had spent some time in prison and uh, he was a straight shooter and and uh, didn't yeah you know, if he thought it he said it so um called him and was like man it feels like they're trying to get me to sign a deal with the devil. And I don't like the devil that they're trying to get me to sign a deal with. And this conversation probably lasted a minute tops. And he was like, well, if your guts nine times out of 10, right. If you don't feel right about it, you'll have to live the rest of your life knowing that you didn't feel right about it. And you did it. If you do it, if you, if you kept up with all that. And, uh, I was like, shit, you're right. I, I I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. I'm not okay with being a part of something like this. So at that point, I told Adam, like I was, and I, I might have been telling Adam the whole time that I didn't like it or whatever. But we'll find out if he calls back before we uh, end the recording, which we're gonna have to because there's a couple things that that that, that I have to say in the story that. Uh, it, it just sounds made up, which is totally not, but, uh, you'll, you'll get why you'll get why I have to <laughs> have verification in, in a little bit. Um, anyway, after I talked to these folks, I'd already had the contract in my hand and I'd already signed it, but I realized I hadn't read it yet. And I was like, Oh man. I should probably read this contract and and make sure that there's nothing weird in it. Excuse me. So, I'll read the contract, and the first weird thing that jumped out at me was the fact that my name, my voice, my likeness, and pretty much my entire image if i signed that contract would then become property of sony bmmg and i was like what the fuck does this mean and i had to read that part like several times and i realized that it meant that like my hairstyle my my beard uh whatever I was wearing, I was wearing a fedora that day and in a in a, a pearl snap button shirt. Like I was uh I was dressed a certain way and if I like if I signed that contract and they told me that I had to cut my hair or shave my beard or wear something different. Or or wear the same exact thing every day. Or literally keep my hair cut and my beard cut so that it would never get any longer. Like, I would have to do that. Or I would be in breach of contract. And I'm like, well, this is this is a corporation that's trying to control people. Like, on a grand scale. Like, I did not at all like where this was going. And I looked around at all of the other people who were there. And I was like, I wonder how many of these folks actually read this contract and know what it means, or they just sign it and hope that they get on the show so that they could be famous. And I immediately got really, really, really upset with American Idol. Like you have like you have no right to come into people's lives and control it like this. But that that was the first That was the first red flag for me. The second red flag, and I think this is the only other big problem that I had, but it's a huge problem. On up until this point, I had recorded a lot of music. Like I probably had 20 or 25 songs and uh, originals that were recorded, and there was a stipulation in the contract that stated... That any recording in the known universe, they used the word in the, in the known universe. They used universe in the contract. Anything recorded in the known universe would then become property of Sony BMMG. That means that anything that I had recorded on up until the point where I signed that contract, would then become their property. That's just ludicrous, is it not? And and, and I realized after looking around at all these other people, and I thought mostly about the girl. Uh, there was this one girl that that I was in line with, and we were we were pretty much like hanging out together the entire waiting line to get in, like the whole, the whole time we were waiting to get in, we were, we were pretty much hanging out and talking and, and, uh, became friends, I guess you could say. Um, so I started thinking about her and I was like, man, that girl was really good. She's saying really good harmonies, had a great voice. I know that there's no way that, Everybody sitting in that room read that contract. Maybe she did. Maybe not, but I know that not everybody there did. And I I can tell just by how willing they were to say and do whatever the MC guy before Seagrass came out and Seagrass came out and did the same thing over again. And what, and the folks that didn't do it for the, for the little, the fluffer guy, whoever he was, uh, They definitely did it when Seacrest came out. They did anything he asked them to do. And I was just like, this is just a blind crowd that is blindly following every word this guy says do. And I hated being a part of that. But I was thinking, man, that girl had a great voice, uh, loads of talent, and here's American Idol trying to rob that talent away from all of these people. And I knew that there were people in that crowd that were better than that girl that were better than me, but man, just to know that they were going to give away everything that they had worked for on up until that point, just so they could be famous for a couple months or whatever. And if you think about it, think back, to how many people that you've seen on American Idol. And outside of Kelly Clarkson and uh, Carrie Underwood, and I may be missing a couple more that, that, are, that are doing well, but outside of those, that handful of people, think of all of the contestants you've ever seen on American Idol and how talented most of them were. And you never hear anything out of any of them. You never see any of them doing anything. And if you do, it's—I mean, if you do, it's like, wow, how did this person end up dropping this low on this on, on this totem pole of artistry when they were literally one of the best that were on this show? Well, it's because no matter. Whether or not you make it onto the show or not, or if you win or not, you are still bound by this contract, which means that every artist that signed that contract and left, let it get put into the hands of American Idol representatives or whatever, every person who signed that contract and handed it over to a representative of American Idol are bound by it. Like that contract is not void because you don't make it onto the show. It's still good. So I was like, Jesus, I looked around and I was like, I have to be the only person here who's had this revelation. I have to be. And I told Adam, I was like, man, man, I read the the thing out out loud to him and was like, man, I'm sorry. I know you drove us here and I know that this was a big deal. This was important to, this is an important thing for us to do. And actually, fuck, I drove us there. But I knew this was an important thing for us to do. Uh, and and I was like, man, I just, I'm sorry, but I don't want to do it. I don't feel right about this. Like, I've got a lot of music that I've recorded and I just don't feel right. I don't feel right about this. So he begrudgingly said, all right, well, let's go. And on the way out, I balled up my contract and threw it in the trash. And there were about five or six news stations that were sitting around outside the uh outside the building and me and Adam were walking by with our guitar cases in our hands and we got stormed by these news stations. Like it was just like you see on on TV, there were there were five microphones in my face and they're asking me questions because they thought that I was the first audition out. But I was I, I just told them, I was like, you know, I didn't like what I read on the contract. And they were asking me about what I didn't like. And I told them uh, probably more than I just told you guys, because it was more fresh in my memory then. And uh, I told them the whole story. You know, if if I've recorded a lot of music, I, I'm I'm already a working musician. Uh, we are in a band. Um, I was pointing at Adam. Like we are in a band. Like we we do this professionally, I guess you could say. And I told him that I didn't feel like handing over all the work that I've put in over my years of playing music to somebody who doesn't deserve it. And I I told him that I was upset that all of those people in that building who uh, I guarantee a handful of them were top notch artists and that they were just handing over their life's work to these people who don't deserve it. And that was very, very off putting for me. And I told them that I'd already signed my deal and it wasn't with the devil and I didn't feel right about it. And I kind of just walked off. So I turned and looked at Adam and was like, dude, I hope I just cost Fox a lot of money to keep this story out of the news. And we turned around and looked, and sure enough, representatives from Fox had already swarmed around this news crew to, I guess, ask them... Uh, what I had said or whatnot, and I, I hope that I, I cost them a lot of money to keep that story out of press. And if anybody from American Idol or Fox ever hears this podcast, you should be fucking ashamed of yourselves for, for doing this. Um, but I I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that uh, And I see a lot of people, my, one of my, my cousin posted something the other day about American Idol, um, and I've commented on her post something that was absolutely unrelated to what she had posted about. But I was like, American Idol ruins the music industry, and it's so bad for musicians, and uh, the Cliff Notes version of what I just said, and that if I recorded a song on Mars, that it would belong to American Idol. And you'd never get to have – you'd never get to do what you want to do. And I I think that you remember when Kelly Clarkson was on American Idol and it's only been like, what, maybe five or six years now that she's been able – she's been free of the contract and able to do what she wanted to do. But even she fell off the map. I mean, Carrie Underwood is probably the only one who's super successful – and that's from the American Idol crew, and uh, I mean Kelly Clarkson literally just fell off the map. Um, who else? Oh, Casey Abrams isn't is done. He does the postmodern jukebox thing. He's probably my favorite, and uh, that, that's I'll have Adam to credit for that because he he watches it. He watches that shit, and uh, he would always send me videos of that guy because he thought he looked like me. And he kind of does, just in much better shape and a much better musician. But um, I, I was – I'm just – you look back at all these people who are great and you don't see them doing anything anymore. Like out of those three names that I've named, other than Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, and Casey Abrams, I can't – Bo Bice, who's doing nothing now from Alabama Roll Tide. Um, Ruben Stuttered, doing nothing. I mean, these people who are doing nothing because that bullshit contract has probably turned them against the music industry and justly because it's, it's awful, but I got, we're running, running, uh, slim on time here before HQ trivia comes on. And I wanted to make this a short episode. So this is going to be a a quick listen. We tried to get Adam on the phone a couple of times so that he could verify a few of these, uh, stories that I told, but he was nowhere to be found. Um, if he calls back at some point, we may release a little, uh, couple minute verification to some of these stories and get his side of it to see if it's a little different. But, um, other than that, uh, this is all I got. Uh, American Idol is terrible. Don't support that bullshit. It's ruining the music industry. I know a lot of you actually enjoy the music that's being fed to you as of late. But if you are one of the people who is not satisfied with the kind of music that's coming out of the radios right now or that the radio stations are putting out, then I urge you to not support things like American Idol. Don't, like, because that is... Oh, that has a lot to do with uh, the state of music right now. So, please, by all means, seek out the bands that I that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. Uh, listen to stuff that you're not going to find on the radio. Because I'm here to tell you, the stuff that they're giving you on the radio is generic brand shit. Uh, I mean... Ain't nothing wrong with great value, brand, whatever. But listen, when it doesn't cost you any extra to listen to stuff that you're not going to be able to find on the radio, you can go to YouTube for free and find the new basement tapes and find Jason Isbell and John Moreland. Please do that. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you with anything else here. We'll try to get Adam on... uh, on the phone to to give us a little bit of uh, a little bit of input we're about to play some hq trivia guys enjoy your weekend be safe folks